Thank you for joining me once again, and we are still in Ephesians chapter 1, and we're still in verse 11. So if you've got a Bible there and it's, it's handy, uh, we want to pick up one more phrase here in our study, in our course, in our discussion of uh, these great and wonderful uh, uh, realities pertaining to our salvation, the accomplishment of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Paul wrote in verse 11 of chapter 1 of the book of Ephesians, In him we have obtained an inheritance having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. So we have been established as having uh, the right because of Christ, because of grace, to receive an inheritance, all of the realities uh, pertaining to salvation, because we have been predestined. And so that's a very big bugaboo word, uh, coincides with a few other words uh, in the course of Scripture, uh, the idea of elect or election, uh, the idea of being chosen, uh, the idea of being foreknown. Uh, all of these have to do with the reality uh, that uh, as God views the human race in eternity past, he sees them as in Adam. If he does nothing, all of the descendants of Adam will be bound over for hell. None of them will choose to repent of sin and to believe the message of the gospel and choose to be redeemed of their own free will. So uh, God chooses some uh, to, uh, to salvation, and he uh, chooses them, and then in the course in the eternity past, uh, then in the course of history and time, these individuals hear the gospel and the, the wise providence of God. Uh, all of these will hear the gospel, and the seed, the imperishable seed of the new birth will be planted and God will bring uh, that to fruition in their life. Uh, that those that are dead in transgression and sin will be made alive. And those that are made alive uh, will uh, ultimately believe and uh, they will believe savingly on the Lord Jesus Christ. You can kind of work it backward uh, in the sense of what causes an individual to believe? Well, it is the effective, the causative work of the Holy Spirit upon the proclamation of the gospel. Uh, that is, that God actually causes us to believe. He causes us to do that which we cannot do, and which we, that which we do not want to do in our natural selves because we're in Adam and we have no interest in repenting. We have no uh, interest in surrendering to Christ. And so God works in us uh, to cause that which he commands, namely repentance and faith, and by which we're joined uh, to Christ. And so God knows everything that he is going to do and uh, knows how he is going to act upon every individual ever created. And so you can kind of work your way back toward uh, the idea of election, that God has determined that in the course of the passage of the history of the world uh, that the gospel will be preached and that he will take that gospel message to the heart of certain individuals and they will be saved because God has chosen to save those individuals. 
Now, that certainly doesn't unravel all the mysteries of uh, the, the, the reality of the human will and all of these things. Uh, that's just a, very, just a very quick and very brief glimpse into what uh, these uh, words mean. Uh, but they're there. And uh, the, the option the Christian does not have is to say, well, I don't believe in predestination. Now, you may not believe what I believe about predestination, uh, but, uh, but you have to believe something because it's in the Bible. And uh, uh, the best explanation uh, that I know of and that which takes into account everything that the Bible says about the realities of God and His sovereignty and the condition of man and His depravity uh, uh, really uh, lead me, uh, along with the words themselves, uh, to this concept of uh, the, the Reformed uh, Augustinian uh, Calvinistic doctrine of, of, of election. Uh, if God did not choose, and if God didn't work because he chose, no one would be saved. All would be left to die under God's condemnation in Adam. It's tough, I, I get that, uh, but it's also a great, wonderful, gracious doctrine. And again, it, it really is a revelation of the graciousness, graciousness of a sovereign God in choosing to save men uh, out of their sin and rebellion. So I pray that this is a blessing to your day, and I'll look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.